pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Right now, it's 106 on this Wednesday. And this portion of the program is brought to you by The Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop in and see them. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. They are waiting for you. Well, folks, good afternoon. And uh, as we speak... Um, has anyone seen Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee? He is, or unless, is he on another vacation? Is he on vacation again? Talk about missing in action. Governor McKee was last seen last Tuesday. I saw him. I was there in person at his press briefing. He had no public events on Wednesday. He had no public events on Thursday. He had no public events on Friday, which was Christmas Eve. He had no public events on Saturday, which was Christmas Day. Governor McKee had no public events on Sunday, the 26th. Governor Dan McKee had no public events on Monday, the 27th. He had no public events on Tuesday, the 28th. And he has no public events today, Wednesday, the 29th. Missing in action. Does he have COVID? Does Governor McKee have COVID and maybe they just don't want to announce it? Now, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos has COVID. She was with him last Tuesday. Governor McKee's people said, well, the governor was last tested on Thursday, the 23rd. Well, it may not have shown up right away. And he's older. Right. She has it. She has mild symptoms. She has the vaccine. She got the booster. And she still came down with COVID. Where is the governor? Now, what's interesting is right now on social media, Central Falls, the mayor is in full PPE. She and the staff are helping residents get tested. They have lines around the block. Has anyone seen the missing Rhode Island governor, Dan McKee? We know that the media did a good job putting out about the, quote, missing boy in Providence, even though he was a runaway. And wait till more information comes out about that story. I'm looking at a headline. Where is Ron DeSantis now? Florida mayor slams governor amid new surge. Where is Governor McKee? Rhode Island... As we know at 108 on this Wednesday, the state is a mess right now. Who's leading the state on this Wednesday, December 29th, the last week? Governor McKee is nowhere. He's tweeting or someone's tweeting on his Twitter feed. He has no public events planned. He has no briefings planned. As we spoke last hour, you heard me discussing with Boston Globe columnist, Dan McGowan, where is he? Testing is thrown off. They had on Christmas Eve, we learned, and if you check the website, DePietro.com, the state was given 100,000, 100,000, not 1,000, not 10,000, 100,000 test kits given out. 
Where were they given? Central Falls, Oneyville. Gave them all out to the illegals. Where's Dr. Scott? Where is Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott? I told you, she should have been removed. If there was a new person in charge, you got to think they'd be all over this. Where is the governor? We, we know the lieutenant governor has COVID. Where's Governor McKee? Central Falls mayor, she's out. Far, the, the residents trying to get tested. Demand far outpaces the supply. Lines are on the block. Lines shut down at 10 a.m. for the day. How is that possible? The mayor of Central Falls tells Katie Davis, Mayor Rivera, tells me, this is Katie Davis now of NBC10i team. She asked Rhode Island Health for rapid tests at City Hall, but so far has received none. Central Falls Housing Authority did get some tests, gave her some to distribute so people aren't waiting hours in line. Where are they all? Where's Governor McKee? Has anyone seen him? Maybe they ought to start searching for him the way they were trying to find the runaway in Providence. What an absolute joke. What is this? Central Falls seems to be the center of all these people in line. Dozens waiting in line. I like one reporter who's trying to say, well, this picture was sent to me from a friend in Tennessee. Testing lines wrapped around both sides. So it's nationwide. Why are you running cover? Why are you running cover for Governor McKee? What? For perspective, let's focus on Rhode Island. Why are you running cover for the administration? Unless, is this another media person trying to get a job with the governor? What do you mean this is Memphis? Do you think anybody, do you think they care what's going on in Memphis? For perspective. Is this another person, Chelsea Jones of WPRI, trying to get a job? Is that what this is? Just report the news. We don't need perspective. What is that all about? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. Well, for perspective, nah, I'll tell you what. Let's just focus. Why don't you just focus on Rhode Island? Why don't we start with that for perspective? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Hating. It's Coogie. It's the birthday boy. Call them today, 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. 24-hour emergency service. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating today. You can also find them on Facebook, and the website is recooganheating.com. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Why are these people running? Why, why, why are you running cover for Governor McKee? Well, for perspective, well, you know what? When I asked Governor McKee about how Massachusetts doesn't have a mask mandate, you know what he said? Well, every state is different. All right, then that's every state is different. Let's just focus on Rhode Island. Why is a reporter saying, well, the, the lines are worse in Memphis? Folks, but again, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Do you know Coogs? Call him and wish him a happy birthday. Belated was yesterday, 401-732-6562. In just a moment, we're going to speak with Representative Patricia Morgan. Came under fire yesterday. Um, I'll say this. 
many of you know, I try to be supportive of the Republican Party. In Rhode Island, I do. Um, But I'll say this. Boy, you don't want to be in a foxhole. You don't want to be in a foxhole with Susie Yankee and Blake Filippi. Um, Look at that. I'm looking uh, again online. Three hours before the Coving test site Revere High School opens. Cars already lined up beyond sight. They ran out of tests on Sundays. People trying to get here early. Oh, better get the Channel 12 reporter over there. Take pressure, run cover for Governor McKee. What is this? That story yesterday, more of that story will come out about the boy that ran away. He wasn't missing. Alorza, well, you know, this had a happy outcome and... Happy outcome. The Providence police and the FBI couldn't find the blanking kid, and he was hiding with his friends down the street. The mother knew where he was and was too embarrassed to tell the police. He walked out with socks. She ran after him. That's when he lost his flip-flops. How far was he going? You know, not a good look that the Providence police and the FBI couldn't find a kid who was hiding 500 feet from his home. Can you imagine if he actually, oh, I don't know, left his neighborhood? I mean, what was that all about? As I said, who was running the search, Ray Charles or Helen Keller? I didn't realize that Stevie Wonder was now a member of the FBI searching for missing people. Folks, we're going to talk to Representative Patricia Morgan. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see them. They've had a great year. Uh, a karaoke Friday, Saturday nights, and then they have the big game. And the, they also have the uh, NFL ticket on Sunday. Stop in and see Dana at, at End Zone Sports Pub. I've been there several times, and I, I think it's terrific. All right, I want to call. We're going to get our friend, Representative Patricia Morgan, on the line, who I believe was um, completely... Folks, there she is joining us right now, who I have called. This is a hero. This is a leadership. This is someone who is being unfairly attacked. And it is our friend, Representative Patricia Morgan. Uh, Good afternoon, Rep. Morgan. Good afternoon, John. Rep, I want to tell you, and I said just a moment ago, you don't have to comment. If we've learned anything, you don't want to be in a foxhole with GOP Chairwoman Susie Yankee and Leader Flippy. Um, Would you put out was yesterday merely a tweet, I believe, just trying to draw attention to critical race theory that is being taught in schools. You have been the person that introduced the legislation. You had a personal experience with it. You were attempting to share that. And what we saw was an absolute pile-on overreaction, outrageous behavior by Democrats, uh, opportunists, and members of the of the biased media. Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to call attention to the corrosive impact of critical race theory on on our our society. And I, I asked the question, is this what we really want for America? And what's alarming is there are thousands of people who said yes. Well, right, and attacked me, yes. saying this is not this is not where we should be going. We shouldn't be asking all the different races to separate. Go into your corners now. Every, you know, 
We went Latinos over in that corner. We went Asians in that corner. We went blacks in this corner. Whites can, you know, you can be over in this corner. That's not what we want for our society. Just to start, tell tell people that are listening, even though it was all over the news, but tell people what you put out on Twitter. And you're very active on Twitter. But what you put out on Twitter and what was your thought process when you put that out? Uh, okay, so I have to find the tweet. Do you have the tweet there? Um, well, listen, the basic part of it was, it's my understanding, you put out that you have a friend uh, so, of... So this is... Yeah. I have, I have, all right, I've got... So I, I have a black friend. It's not the only black friend I have. Right. Um, I haven't seen her in a while because of the lockdowns, because, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of my mother here in the house and I have to be really careful about maybe bringing something in that might might hurt her. So I hadn't seen her for many months. But last year when I was talking with her, I knew that she was starting to get into the racial identity politics. I heard conversations that she was having and I knew that, you know, she was going down that CRT route. Um, but I hadn't seen her um, always have enjoyed her company, think she's funny, and, you know, she's my friend, yeah. right? So I uh, was going to, a, I went to a Christmas party, and um, I was, you know, excited to see her and catch up with her, and she was very, very cold to me. Mm. And uh, it was clear from the people at the table and from her that it was about critical race theory. Yep. It was about the fact that I was white. Um... And um, and I think that's sad because we've always talked with one another. We've always enjoyed one another's company. And um, I just think this is not, and, and so I asked, you know, is this what our teachers and our political leaders really want for our society? Right. To divide us because of skin color. And then I, I did... Hashtag CRT, because it, it is coming from this grievance culture CRT emphasis that is just racing through our schools, our K-12 schools, our universities. They are imposing it upon people in their workplaces. Um, and it is, it is destructive to America. It's destructive to children. A couple things yes. about it. And again, folks, we're speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan on the John DePietro Show. Number one, you have the very high profile, but uh, Providence teacher Ramona Bessinger, who have I've had on the program. Yes. She gave a firsthand account of how the attitudes in the classroom, from her perspective, changed as mm-hmm. they went into this new curriculum of oppressor, oppressed. Uh, teachers had to do the walk of shame. Kids started to question her, call her America, where because of critical race theory, they no longer saw her as their teacher really who could help them. But instead, basically, she could feel and sense resentment from she's a Providence teacher. Obviously, if anyone knows anything about the Providence schools, predominantly uh, either, you know, Latino or or children of color. And, and she had a firsthand experience with that. So and Rep Morgan. Anyone that pays attention, which is so embarrassing for some of the politicians and elected officials that have been going after you, um, the, the the Virginia governor's race in in was just you know just this year was basically decided 
And one of the key issues was Terry McAuliffe lost to Republican Glenn Youngkin. And the reason was because of a huge issue over critical race theory and what was being taught in the schools and McAuliffe. You know, James Carville was on television after that and said one of the first things the Democrat Party needs to do is stop denying that it's being taught in the schools. And they can play around with different names. But listen, as Ramona laid out that after George Floyd and in and she said it was really this past year, February, January of 21, that these new pamphlets, not well written pamphlets and books started showing up and they're being told you have to teach this. Don't teach about the Holocaust. Teach about this. And it had a completely different narrative where basically you're telling these children you are victims. Your white classmates are racist. Their parents are racist. Their grandparents are racist. The deck is stacked against you. And she, like many other teachers, have had a problem with that. So. Now, what a lot yeah, of people. Ramona is a real voyeur, and she is. She is paying a price. For yes, herself. they're well, keeping her in a basement, yep. away from students. Like, like her concern for children, and her concern is we need to give. And my concern as well is we need to prepare children with rigorous academic subjects, subject matter. Yes, so that they have the educational tools they need to have successful adult lives yep that's what her goal is that's it's right not indoctrinating kids into this you know yeah um this this ideology and it's a theory it's not fact right it is uh, even the people who push it admit that that they are they are they are trying to drive this this conversation and that it's not based on real uh truthful research um so they even admit that it's a narrative that they're pushing. That's right. It is not real pedagogy. Yep. Um, and 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 Ramona's Ramona's concern and mine is that we have children that need to be prepared for adult life. Yes. Right. And we're not doing it. I mean, I've seen the books that they have put now into these classrooms, and they are not rigorous. They are not. They have not been screened for for academic relevance. No, right. It seems that they are being picked for the narrative, right? And 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 the color and the political bias of the author. So you know, I mean, gone are all of the um, other books that that have been judged over the course of history. As speaking to the human condition of being written at uh, higher levels of critical thinking, they're gone. That's right, and and they're replaced with, you know, well, it, it's a par, it, yes, subpar, with, um, with with a with a completely different narrative. Right. Yep. That teaches about. And here's some a couple things. And again, folks, we're speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan on the John DePietro show. Now, to Rep Morgan's credit, you were the first one in Rhode Island. That mentioned to me that you were going to introduce legislation at the Rhode Island State House about yeah. critical race theory, and you were the first yeah. person locally. I was seeing it, you know, talked about on Fox News Channel and in different parents. I think another element of this was because a lot of children were doing distance learning, a lot of parents were home, so they were maybe a little more involved with some of the. And, and a number of parents started to question 
what was being taught and coming over the, the Zoom. So, but where, where this has really turned itself on its head is a couple of things. Number one, for someone to say the history must be taught, well, that, that's just completely false. Listen, it's not as if if you go into- We are teaching the we, history. We are teaching this. We are teaching, teaching it, of course. We've always taught the yes, history. Yes, absolutely. But, but so I that's say, a false teach statement. all of the history. Yes. Teach all of it. Yes. Um, the, the proponents of CRT only want to teach the bad parts. Right. And they don't want to give us credit, America yep. credit, for all the good parts. Yes. America has been a home, a safe home, a home for prosperity, a home for building good lives. Yep. For millions of people. Yes. Millions upon millions of people. Yep. Right? Uh, over the over the over the decades. So we are a good country. That's why people want to come here. Absolutely. And the part that I want to finish on that is so I want the listeners to understand the the background that you you have been a champion trying to shed a light on it, draw attention to it, introduce legislation about it. My takeaway from the abuse and the pile on and the people coming after you the last, whatever it is, 24 to maybe 36 hours, not even that actually, but it's it's 10 o'clock yesterday morning. It's basically what, what their new narrative is, is anyone that questions critical race theory should be silenced you are a racist. What they're basically doing is telling every voter in Virginia that if you voted for Governor Glenn Youngkin against Terry McAuliffe of a critical race theory, you're a racist. That's what they're basically really trying to do. The end game is they don't want any conversation. They're trying to bully you. They're trying to make an example out of you. They're trying to silence anyone that wants to bring it up. That's what it's about. That's it. Yep. You got it, right? And you got it. They want to control the conversation and they want to make sure that no other viewpoint has any oxygen. That's right. And make um, people hesitate to say, you know, what they're doing to me kind of goes hand in hand. Nicole Salas, the mother in South Kingstown, sure. she had some questions and concerns about the school her daughter was going to attend. And they told her, submit some requests. Well, so she started submitting requests. They didn't like it. They didn't like being questioned. So they, they, wanted, dis- to they yeah. wanted to, but they wanted to make an example out of her. And they put her name in the agenda for the school committee to let everyone know we're thinking of suing this South Kingstown mom that asked too many questions. Now, they they dropped that, but that was the real intention. That's what's going on with you. And just to give people an idea of how ludicrous this thing became, there's an outrageous Black Lives Matter uh, state senator, Tiara Mack, who puts outrageous things out on social media. The media gives her a free pass because she's a female. She's the one that got in the car accident last January. You found out her car was unregistered. Her license was from North Carolina. But she put out, oh, I'm the friend. I'm the one she talks to. Tierra Mack, Rep Morgan, if I didn't know any better, she, you've never met her. You, the, the House and the Senate certainly don't meet in the same place. She's actually confusing you with State Senator Elaine Morgan. Well, I'm assuming that, but but this is the bottom line. I don't know her. I've never talked with her in person. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, she's not a friend. 
And no. a friend would know that my name is Patricia. Yes, but she Don't doesn't know. She's yeah. like, but what? I, what, I what think is? She's just my 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 feeling is she's just grasping, globbing on. Get, yeah, that's it. So she can get in the. Oh my she, god! She's one of those divas. Yep. Right? So um, oh, they all jump in. Oh, I'm the friend. At all. Yep, yeah, I'm she, the friend. She, she talks with me. I am the friend. She's talking about. She doesn't even I, know I, I, that I you're not even Christmas the party. I spoke with her at. Yeah. I mean, but the way they all jump in with it. And first of all, let's also clarify, you are not resigning. No, no, absolutely not. No. And, you know. And as, I will continue to fight against good. having CRT in yes, our schools. as you should. Because as, it is corrosive. It is. It is bad for our children. Yep. And they shouldn't so be. They shouldn't going to silence me. And they're they shouldn't be afraid of it. They shouldn't be afraid of it. And people shouldn't be afraid. These are intimidation tactics. The, That's right. You know, and, and I'll be honest with you, it is chilling to the average person. Of course. Get that. Yes. You know, nobody wants to be called a racist. I mean, nobody wants, uh, you know, wants to be race blamed or race shamed or any of these things that are their tactics. But I'm, I will do it for them. I, I need their support, though. I need people to reach out to me. Yes. And I, I need to know I have their support behind me because yes. it does get hard, right? I mean, it's been... A long day yesterday. Yes. Um, and, and and but I'm doing this for our children. I really am. Our children and their futures. And parents. And parents. And parents, families, right? And and really for our civil society. Yes. I I think America is a good place. Yes. And I want it to stay a good place. Well, I want two things, Rep. Morgan. Um, number one. You know, the Democrat Party that is also up in arms with Nellie Gobea and even Speaker Sakachi, maybe maybe they want to touch on their their junior senator in Sheldon Whitehouse, who last time we yeah, checked is a you member of an all white club. Look at racist, yeah. Holy look cow. Look at racist. He's but, a man who to this day yep. is still he and his family are major shareholders yes. in an all white beach club in Newport. Yeah. You don't get and any more racist than that. Had so little concern for a Latino girl that he didn't protect her. Yep. And she was killed. That's right. Jennifer Rivera. But Bailey's Beach Club, an all being a member of an all-white club, I mean, that, that basically makes Bailey's Beach Club is almost like Mississippi in 1950. That's really yeah. what it has become. He gets a free pass. But let me also say this. if What they're basically saying is, and this is what's really wrong, listen- if, if they feel that strongly about critical race theory, then then have a discussion. Let parents weigh in on the curriculum that's going to be there. We've already seen that parents in Virginia, when Terry McAuliffe said parents have no right to tell teachers what's taught in the classroom, after the election of Glenn Youngkin said parents have every right, every right. what's taught in the classroom. People were dubbing 2021 the year of the parent. The year that our, they are our children. Yes, getting right? involved. And nobody cares for them more than their parents. Right. So their parents who should be uh, forming their values and helping their children to grow into into good, strong adults. If, it is their parents first and foremost. If if, um, if I don't know where schools have have gotten this 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 idea that. 
they're the ones in control and they will tell children what i mean and they really are with this indoctrination they are telling kids what they must think right they are compelling children yes. to believe and say the things that they want them to say yeah and think i mean i've gotten letters from children who clearly have been um uh asked to do it or instructed to do it by their teachers um saying oh you know i'm against i'm against what you believe in patricia morgan well how does an eight-year-old even have that that thought that's right no an eight-year-old doesn't think like that an eight-year-old is is playing and is having fun with their friends yes and to try to teach that, and also, Rep. Morgan, this also goes to the heart of, you know, we've heard from parents where the, the kids are in the classroom and the teachers tell them George Floyd's a hero. And they have the Black Lives Matter flag up in the classroom, and they don't care if it makes children of police officers uncomfortable because Black Lives Matter and white parents are racist and the grandparents are racist. And you owe an apology to every black student in this class. There's nothing that's not productive. That's not learning. They need to. It's not learning. It's no. Not the, what kids? It's not the tool that the tools that children need to have successful adult lives. Right. They need to be able to read, write, do math, critically think. That's what they need. They don't need somebody, you know, evangel, you know, proselytizing them. Well, right. They, they just don't need that. And basically telling them. Listen, you, you know, you're not going to go anywhere in this country because you're the color of your skin and the deck is stacked against you. And so you see that white teacher next to you or that white classmate, they're racist and that's white supremacy and that's white privilege. If you keep ingraining in someone that they are a victim, you know what? They're going to start to think they're a victim. So. You know, and as, that's the other side of the coin. Yes. Right? It's not just that they are race shaming and race blaming white children. They're also telling black children, just look in the mirror. That's it right. It be anything. It's not your fault. You don't have to work. Now you don't we, have to do your homework. Yep. You don't have to study. Oh, you're a victim. Now also, you're Rep. Morgan, and again, folks, we're speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan. Uh, another false argument. And you hear this is, well, it's, it's, it's not even being taught in the schools. Well, Mary Beth Calabro, the head of the Providence Teachers Union, she was going back and forth on social media with our friend Nicole Solis and also Ramon, Ramona Bassinger. And they don't even deny that it's being taught in the Providence schools. So for anyone that denies it's happening, you have the head of the Teachers Union. You have a Providence teacher who was right there firsthand who saw the tide kind of turn against her, the kids kind of build up resentment where they announce we're no longer going to study and read the book Anne Frank. Now we're going to study all these new books that talk about how George Floyd's a hero and Black Lives Matter is an organization to be admired and the white supremacy and white privilege. That There is no room for that in the minds of young children where Rep Morgan, as you had said, you want children, every child with the thought and feeling of what a beautiful country they live in, not to ignore our history, but that you could grow up to be president, you could be anything you want to be. Um, it's, teach it all. Teach, teach it, all. it all. That's exactly teach right. So not just not just the parts of the narrative. Right. Teach all of history. Yes. Right, and put it into context. Yep. Right. You you can't you can't judge what happened in the 1700s right. by 20, 
the twenty first, uh, the tw- yeah, uh, today. Um, Correct. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and I, I want to. Can't do it. It's not fair. I want to use the Virginia. Uh, election again because it was so significant because it was really the first big election since critical race theory kind of went to the forefront and and it also it really came to the divide rep morgan because you had parents saying listen if this stuff is going to be taught in school i am pulling my child out of the school and you know you have someone like a randy weingarten the union leader saying if this talk about parents show Showing up at, you know, school committee meetings, they're they're like domestic terrorists and they have no right questioning teachers. This is what this is doing is really kind of like peeling away the onion where parents for years never really questioned what was going on in the public schools because that's where it's going on in the public schools. They are fearful that more parents will pull their children out of the public school system. Yeah. That's what's really going on here. Yeah, uh, and, and again, it is the idea that they want to silence parents. Yes. Those parents who show up at school committee meetings, they are, they are brave, yep. right, and they are committed. They want, they want the schooling that they had when they were children. That's right. Right, yeah. and that's what they, they and, and now their eyes are opening and they're saying, whoa, what is happening to our schools? This is this is not what this is not education anymore. This no. is indoctrination. I don't want this for my children. That's right. And when they show up and they point it out and they get in the newspaper and they they're on Facebook and Twitter and they're talking about what they're learning, well, the school committee wants to shut that down. That's right. The teachers union wants to shut that down. Yeah. No, they've been doing it so surreptitiously for such a long time and they've been getting away with it and now they can't and they're trying as hard as they can to silence anybody who 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 says no we're not comfortable with this this is not what i want for my children well here's Uh, a question it is it is the fact that that some kids are leaving you know i mean all the parochial schools are are at max attendance now right max enrollment absolutely um but 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 not every parent can still do that. No. Right? So parents parents have to get involved. And I understand how intimidating it is. Um, and that's why I'm standing up for them. Yes. And Rep. Morgan, before we let you go, you have Governor DeSantis, who right now you could argue is probably the most popular governor in the, in the country, governor of Florida. He's announced he will not allow any more critical race theory taught in Florida public schools. Governor Glenn Youngkin, the new governor of Virginia, who beat Terry McAuliffe, who was the he had served before. He was the favorite. Glenn Youngkin said, we, we're going to let the parents be involved. We are not going to teach critical race theory. The big question is, based on what happened in the Twittersphere, is that enough to discourage you from introducing legislation in the new session against critical race theory in the Rhode Island public schools? Absolutely not. Good. I have already, I'm already have uh, handed in the rough draft to the Legislative Council to get it written up. And uh, I'm going to also put in a bill about transparency in education. I mean, parents shouldn't have to fight to get a, an idea of what are you teaching my kids? Right. That curriculum and the teacher's manuals yep. should be on the website. So anytime a parent wants to see it, 
they can go to it. That's they right. They don't have to get permission and wait 30 days to get an answer back. And I'll also um, say this. Some of the actions of certain individuals and some, unfortunately, Republicans, you know, they couldn't even verbalize why they were upset with what you put. They just said, I'm looking at this crowd and they're all screaming and pointing. So I don't even understand why it's so-called a racist tweet, but I'm just going to jump in with everybody else and, and point my finger at you and and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just so pathetic. What you put... Uh, you were sharing a personal experience. You, I thought you were effectively saying, look at this in, in real time, where much like I'll go back to Ramona Bessinger, the Providence teacher, who could feel the turning of the tide and kill children suddenly having this resentment against her simply because the color of her skin, it didn't exist in the past. It shouldn't exist now. Rep Morgan, I'll give you the final word. I want you to know the people are with you. I feel terrible you had to go through it. Uh, but just know that the, the real people, the voters, if they're so positive about their side, then they will allow discussion and allow this to play out and and let them stand up and defend it because i have a feeling they're going to get pushback in their own communities yeah you know um listen i i do understand that uh most parents you know they're busy and they're dealing with going to work and getting dinner on the table and making sure their kids are doing their homework and getting them bed on time and all that kind of stuff. But this is an important fight. And it, it, is. Is a, it is a fight for their futures. That's right. Because what is coming out of schools now is not a good education. No, no. But what it, my, my final it word on it is what, what is, is frightening, what is yeah. frightening is their basic reaction is this should not even be discussed. This should not even be talked about. Silence her. Anyone that talks about this is a racist. Folks, she is Representative Patricia Morgan, who is not. Let me just say there's a website, stopschoolindoctrinationnow.com. Good. There are a lot of resources on there for people to start learning about it. They are, what the union does is they say, we don't teach CRT. Well, it's not taught as a subject. It's not geography. It's not algebra. Right? It is, it is an ideology, and I think a poisonous ideology. It is. It is being interwoven yep. through every piece of, of, of uh, material, through every textbook, through every discussion, in every subject. That's right. So it is not taught as a discrete class. No. And that's what they try to confuse people with. Um, but, but it is there, and we need parents to get involved. Yep. You may not be able to go to that school committee, but you can look at the assignments your kids are bringing home. That's right. You can talk to your children about what you do today. Do you have any discussions? Tell me about it. Right. Right? Yes. And and when you find that something poisonous or just doesn't feel right, feels wrong is happening, let me know. Right? Yes. Go let to, you know. My, yes. To, yeah contact me and let me know what you see is happening in your child's classroom that's making you or them uncomfortable. I mean, we also talk about the sexualization of children. Right. I mean, 
children, seven and eight years old, have to talk about how people are having sex? It's like, it's craziness. It is. And the parents, um, listen, we're going to leave it at this. The, the parents have a right to be involved. The parents should be involved. And Get involved. I believe that this is a votable issue. I think this is an issue that people will vote on. Uh, they may not like it, and they may not want to discuss it, and they may want to try to silence you, but parents have a right to discuss this. Folks, she is Representative Patricia Morgan. Rep, listen, the people are with you. Keep the faith. Keep your chin up, and we'll talk to you again. Okay, you be well. All right, folks, there it is. Representative Patricia Morgan right here on the John DePietro Show. Outrageous the way that she is being treated. This portion of our program right now at 146 is brought to you by Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. Oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. 401 5210 serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Happy New Year to everyone, all their customers from Henry Oil. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. You know, I think it's um I think it's very unfair the way Representative Patricia Morgan is being treated. The way her words, um, they basically just want to silence her. And it was a complete pile on. And shame on some Republicans that went after her. Um, I'm very disappointed with certain individuals who I normally try to defend. And I stay away from uh, criticizing them because it's not easy. But, you know, someone could have just said, I didn't see her tweet. But I believe critical race theory is an issue that needs to be discussed in Rhode Island. Boom. There's your comment for the press. You don't have to throw her under the bus. People don't have to be mean. There's one Republican that was going after Patricia Morgan. And they used a quote from someone who was widely regarded as a horrendous anti-Semite. So let's be careful where you're using quotes from. Um, I didn't find her quote. Listen, you know, Twitter can be difficult because it's limited how much space you can use to tell a story. Uh, maybe, it, you know, I'm not, I don't want to second guess her because she does. Patricia Morgan, listen, she's a fighter. She's out there. She brings the fight. She goes after issues that matter to voters and parents. So I don't want to criticize her. Um I'll leave it. You know, I, I've interviewed her in the past. I know her. I consider her a friend. I hate that she's going through this. People can second guess. Maybe she could have explained it a little clearer. That's possible, but she has made herself available in dud interviews. So she was interviewed by the Boston Globe. She was interviewed by Channel 12 and 10 and the locals. She's not hiding from, from that. You know, you have a member of the Governor McKee administration saying she should resign. That's ludicrous. You have Black Lives Matter. I couldn't believe one local news outlet was reading the full press release from the Black Lives Matter PAC. She should be taken off committees and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think it's disgraceful the way that she's been treated. Because what they're really trying to do is silence her. And remember, if they're going to silence her, they want to silence you. Much like that South Kingstown mom, Nicole Solace, 
right? They put her name in the agenda. So people are like, wow, who is this person? Who is this person? Well, also on the agenda, should we take legal action against Nicole Salas? Well, that's a chilling effect. That's what that's all about. These are tactics. These are games. Have I been in a classroom? No. But that Providence teacher, Ramona Bessinger, she provided hard evidence of that it was going on. So these people that try to say, oh, it's not going on and stop bringing up Sheldon Whitehouse. Who are you to control the discussion? That uh, state senator that I mentioned, Tierra Mack. Oh, my goodness, the stuff she puts out about white supremacy and and uh, white racists and everything else. No one says a word. And I'll also say this. The Republican Party, they never mention her ever. Will never mention her. Hands off. What? You can't discuss Tara, Tara Mack. Number one, she's openly gay. Number two, she's a person of color. You can't. How Are you nuts? We would never. She can say whatever she wants. That's their attitude. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Make Propane Plus your propane provider in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 tim johnson johnson family three generations serving rhode island and southeastern mass propane plus 401-885-4209 discover the benefits of propane three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery online billing free safety inspection more and more people are looking at propane and propane plus call them today 401-885-4209 happy new year to everyone from propane plus so here's a couple things you should know on this wednesday if anyone has seen governor mckee might be a good time to actually emerge unless they're trying to make it into the holiday weekend where the hell is he this is insanity that things have changed dramatically because of uh, Omicron and people want, hey, they keep, in the past, we're telling people to get tested. Guess what? People are getting tested and they're waiting long lines and they're running out of tests and they don't have it. You know, granted, the vaccination part is important. You know what's even more important are the testing. Testing is a problem. I got tested on Thursday. I got my results last night. Now it was negative. Good thing it was negative. Good thing it didn't curtail my plans. Another problem is there are people that are getting tested too much. I know of some listeners. This one person, she goes four times a week. That's insanity. She goes for, she's not vaccinated. She gets she gets tested four times a week for free at the te- at the state sites. Charge a buck. Charge a buck, you'll cut the line in half. See, that's the problem when things are offered for free. Or the Department of Health should change the mechanism that you, you know, how like when you t- go onto a, a paywall and they say you've already gotten your five free articles from, you know, the Washington Post or wherever. Well, they should have that. They should say, hey, listen, you've already been tested three times this week. That, that's a big problem. There are a lot of people. There's um, one of our listeners who contacted me, and I'm not trying to rat her out. But she gets tested every morning on her way to work. Now, I think that's fine. And she's worked it now into her schedule. She gets her coffee. Then she goes to the test site. She gets tested. Then she goes into work. 
She does it every day. Now, when she goes on, every time they have new appointments, she books her free test. The only thing is that's that's taking up the space of someone else who might need to be tested. So either limit it, listen, three times a week or... Or, you know, or as I, I, whatever, a buck. I guarantee you, if it was $1 per test, she would not be getting tested five days a week. I, I am telling you that right now. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Discover the brood difference. Stop in and see them. They're open. Fresh ingredients. Cozy environment. Delicious food. Two locations in Johnston. Location in Providence, 100 Westminster. You have the Brood Awakenings, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, right near the intersection at Route 37. And then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Full bar there. Uh, Discover the Brood Difference. There's a link at the website, depetro.com. So Governor McKee, whatever his plan is, now it is possible, maybe he has COVID. That is a strong rumor out there. Wouldn't be, could be. I also don't understand, why isn't he being tested? Governor McKee's people said yesterday he was last tested on the 23rd or the 24th. He, he should be getting, why wasn't he tested Monday? Why wasn't he tested yesterday? Unless he has COVID and doesn't want to test positive. Now, they're saying it stays in your system. So you have the lieutenant governor. It's very possible because otherwise it doesn't make sense. The way the COVID numbers are right now with Omicron, when when Governor Amundo was in office, with these types of numbers, she was having a press availability daily with Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, the head of the Rhode Island Department of Health. Governor McKee, uh, nowhere to be found, milk carton. They found that kid who was hiding from his mother in Providence sooner than we've been able to find Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. All these lines of all these people outside, insanity. One of our listeners went to the briefing last Tuesday. They wouldn't let her in. She was trying to say, you have a problem where all these people are waiting outside. They ignored her. And they had no interest in hearing what she had to say. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open this week. Delicious, fresh food. Pop in and see Ron and Melissa. They're open each day, 7 to 2, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They have delicious, fresh pastry. They have calzones. They have Let's Go Brandon cupcakes. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. So you have the Biden administration, who the CDC keeps changing the guidelines. Now they're also saying a lot of their numbers were wrong. The Biden administration, they're saying that what they meant to say was it's not 77 percent of the strain is Omicron. It's actually 23 percent of the um, of the the strain is Um, now I'm seeing. Let's see. Rhode Island Health Department data is out. Uh, Two thousand six hundred ninety seven cases yesterday. Second most ever. Monday was the largest. 12 COVID deaths on Christmas, most in months. Hospitalizations have jumped to 317, the most since February 2nd. And and I believe that right now, let's see, Dr. Megan Rainey was on Newsmakers. The surge in Rhode Island right now hammering the state hospitals. I've never seen it so bad as it is right now. Where... Is Governor McKee. 
Where is Dan McKee? This is insanity. Why is he hiding? You've got to be kidding me. Why is this going on? I, I, and I still don't understand the local reporter. Well, for perspective, this is the situation and in the others. St- what? Look at that. How John Madden and Pat Summerall became legendary NFL broadcast team. And they were. John Madden passed away. He was great. Dr. Rainey is saying, I've never seen it as bad as it is right now. And Governor McKee is still nowhere to be found. How is that possible? Do you want to be the governor or not? Unless, is he on vacation with Pork Boy? Is he ever coming back? Why is Governor McKee nowhere around? I mean, unless I'm missing that he's having, where, why isn't he and Dr. Scott having some kind of a press briefing? I haven't heard that they are. If they are, I haven't heard of it. Instead, I just keep seeing all these people lined up outside trying to get tested. Um, you know, as we were speaking earlier with Dan McGowan, I, I think this next 30 days is very, very, I think it's crucial for the McKee administration. And you would think that he would be out front and center during this time. Instead, he's nowhere to be found. And I, don't, I just don't understand the rationale unless it could be one of two things. Uh, he's either away on vacation again or he has COVID. So it could be one of one of the two. Um, I wouldn't rule out because otherwise, let's let's just agree. It doesn't make sense that the way things are rocketing right now and he is nowhere to be found. So the Rep Morgan um, story is also now made it to the Washington Post. Well, folks, listen, good afternoon. It's 159. It's the John DePietro Show. Uh, please visit the website, dePietro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Uh, delicious meal waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. I want you to stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news, then the John Dion program. I will be doing one After Dark on Facebook Live a little bit later. Uh, Season's greetings. WNRI Woonsocket.